Reva Babes, this is Alyssa, CEO and co-founder of Revacist Training and Development Center. We provide both paid and free training for aspiring real estate virtual assistants, equipping you with hands-on experiences that will help you understand the real tasks of a Reva even before you land a client. So this show is created to be the safe sanctuary for aspiring freelancers, providing encouraging and inspiring stories, as well as Reva or freelancing advice and information from other VAs, coaches, and gurus. Welcome to the RevaPod, where real estate virtual assistants call home. We have another guest episode for today. We have Mr. Arman Manibo, and he's going to be discussing influencer marketing. So it's very exciting for me because I don't really have an idea what influencer marketing is about, especially about social media. Tong guest former speaker natin was a former financial advisor. Any financial advisor now that you are watching? So ngayon, he is already managing his own page. Before, no financial advisor si Arman, siya yung magmamanage ng own page niya. And he offered social media marketing and then came across a client who needed influencer marketing. Okay, so he was taught what influencer marketing is all about and how to do it. And currently, meron na siyang um, own agency niya that helps e-commerce brands increase awareness and sales. And he is currently an influencer marketing strategist as well. So let's discuss what is influencer marketing with Arman. And mamaya, ipapakita natin sa inyo yung mga pages ni Arman kung saan nyo siya po pwedeng i-follow. Nakita ko talaga si Arman sa TikTok before. And gumagawa siya ng mga videos na parang it's kind of funny for me pero ano kasi so, sobrang seryoso siya. So this is my first time talking to him. Tingnan natin. Diba? Sabi ni Ann, medyo serious daw si, ano, si Arman. So I hope that you're going to ask a lot of questions. Kasi ako, I'm gonna ask a lot of questions isa nang tayo makahanap ng mga expert in different tasks, skills, and industry. So, sulitin natin mga guys. Okay? Alright. Hi, Arman! Hello! Wow! Grabe! Pinaghandaan tayo! Ayan! Okay. So, Arman, kamusta ka naman? Okay naman. Napospone tayo nung nakaraan. Ano nyari? Walang kuryente. Walang kuryente dito eh. Madalas mo. So, expect niya possible mamaya mawala na lang ako bigla. Oo, oh, grabe. Pero ano talaga siya? Normal thing? Sa lugar ninyo? Oo, like everyday. Paging merong ano, power interruption. Where are you from again? Oriental Mindo. Oo, pero paano pag ganyan? Sa mga clients? Paano mo yung na-explain? Eh, may ano naman, may power generator naman, so okay lang. Pero dito kasi ngayon sa bahay, medyo may problema, so hindi ko rin parang magamit yung generator. So, sa akin, ibang bahay, sa kapatid ko. So, ganun lang. So, data, okay din naman. Ayun. Alright, there you go. Thank you again for being here. Ayan. I already sent you the question. So, sige, dun tayo mag-start. Can you tell us about yourself first, before your previous job? Ah, uh, before... Okay, sige. I'm a licensed professional teacher by the way. So I graduated back in 2014. Then, never ko na practice yung profession ko. Then, after that, nag-BPO ako for several years. My last company was JP Morgan Chase Bank before doing freelancing. But also, at the same time, uh, dun sa last company ko, I was also a financial advisor for Sun Life Philippines. 
Grabe, sa BPO, pag sa BPO, JP Morgan, anong ginagawa ninyo? Magko-call pa kayo? Uh, oo, oo. So, I'm card specialist ako dun. So, we're assisting uh, customers regarding their concerns and inquiries regarding their credit cards. Okay. Alright. So, sige. And then, ano nangyari? During, eto ba nangyari to during pandemic ba or before pandemic pa naman? Uh, before pandemic pa. So, 2019 ako nag-resign sa JP Morgan Chase, March 2019. So, the reason for that is medyo napagod na ako sa ganong setup because it's parang repetitive lang. Like, same, same, same task. Same lang yung ginagawa. Same routine. And then, at the same time, I'm also a financial advisor that time. So, medyo nakakapagod siya kasi sometimes I need to parang cut my sleep so I can attend client meetings. Kasi syempre sa life insurance, ah, sa Sun Life, it's more about sales as well. Even though kahit gusto mo talaga to mag-educate ng tao about the importance of insurance. finance and life insurance, but of course, you also need to earn and do close deals or sales. Pero hanggang ngayon, nagdaganan ka pa rin or no na? Hindi na. Nag-focus na talaga ako sa ano, freelancing after that especially during the pandemic since wala ka na talagang options like may option pero very risky to to go back to Manila and by the time na I decided na mag-resign talaga back then talagang wala na rin talaga ang plan bumalik sa corporate okay and then pa- paano ka na- napunta sa pagiging freelancer um i have a lot of friends na freelancer na before but hindi naman talaga siya interesting sa akin kasi i'm into like finance um stocks mga ganyan investments so kaya hindi siya masyadong ano sa akin, parang hindi masyadong interested. But by the time nga na nag-resign ako sa corporate job ko, parang nag-focus na ako sa pagiging financial advisor. But that wasn't enough to sustain uh, my lifestyle and also my needs. So I had to find a way to earn an income. So, and I thought, ah, okay, meron naman akong ano, like I, I have a portfolio that I can show to my clients, parang as a social media manager, given that I have good amount of followers na rin sa social media during that time. And I think, yun nga, it's a good parang case study or like a portfolio to show my clients that ah, I can help you grow your Facebook page. Uh-huh. So, ayun. But I end up um, being an influencer marketing manager instead kasi medyo naging struggle din yung paghahanap ko ng clients as social media manager kasi ang lawak niya ang lawak na ng scope akin lang parang Facebook pero Instagram hindi naman ako ganun kagaling I was just so lucky I guess that I, I got a client who helped me learn not influencer marketing but just basic uh, influencer pero saan mo nakita si client? nagtry ka ba mag-apply sa Upwork? ganyan? Um, I have profiles on Upwork um, and online jobs so it was parang an inbound inquiry sa online jobs parang siya yung lumapit sa iyo ganoon okay. tanong ah okay tapos kinausap mo na siya ganyan oh yun so sabi naman niya even though i don't have any experience uh, sa influencer marketing parang okay naman sa akin oh okay and then so let's discuss na about influencer marketing kasi i don't really have an idea pag sinabi mo Influencer marketing, ito ba yung naghahanap ka ng pag-represent ng brand? Ganun ba siya? helping brands connect to influencers. So, we're reaching out to influencers for a collaboration. So, we we send them products or sometimes we, we also pay influencers uh, to promote uh, my clients' products or services on their social media accounts. So, sinong mga clients or anong industry yung gumagamit ng influencer marketing? I think any industry naman can use influencer marketing as part of their digital marketing strategy. But most uh, or the clients I cater 
sector at the moment are mostly e-commerce businesses. E-commerce. e-commerce. So talagang meron, meron silang mga products, hindi lang services. Mm-hmm. Tama. Okay, and then paano ninyo, like, may criteria ba kayo sa paghahanap ng mga, ang tawag dyan? Ang tawag sa kanila? Influencers. Yeah, we we do have uh, certain criteria to uh, sa paghanap ng influencers to see if they're qualified or fit for the brand. So first, of course, they need to align with the brand, of course, and yung type of content nila should is same with or related with what the brand is selling. For example, if you're a beauty brand or uh, a brand selling beauty products, then of course, you will be uh, looking for beauty influencers like doing makeup tutorial and things like that. And the second one is, of course, their location. So the location of the influencer should be the same location sa market ng isang brand. If they're selling the product in the US, then of course, we should be looking for US influencers only. And then engagement rate. So that's also very important. So... We wanted to make sure that influencers are very engaged with mm-hmm. their audience. Um, so, kumbaga, dapat merong connection yung influencer with their audience. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one is authenticity. We also want to reach out or to collaborate with influencers who are authentic with their content. And of course, authentic din yung dapat yung, ano, yung followers nila. Not like Robot. influencers na binili lang yung followers, something like that. So. Okay. Ayun, those are the things that uh, we check uh, whenever we're working with influencers. So you are really going through their like accounts, ganyan, mm-hmm. checking all their videos, parang gumagawa din kayo ng research about parang ino-audit namin yung uh, yung social media account nila to see if they're qualified even though sometimes we're using a an influencer research tool to so para mas efficient yung pag-search uh, we still need to check each one of them to to make sure that they're really fit before reaching out to these influencers okay all right that's awesome may ganyan pala diba ngayon ko lang ano kasi parang i i've been watching mga YouTube videos ng mga ano parang mga beauty vloggers tapos one of it is pina-follow ko siya and nakita ko na siya yung nag-reach out sa brands meron pa lang brands din yung nag-reach out okay and then um siguro my next question is meron bang time na parang si client yung magsasuggest sa iyo na okay ito gusto etong influencer na to gusto ko tapos parang chinek niyo yung influencer na yon hindi siya fit sa um, so far, wala naman ako na-encounter na ganong scenario. Kasi kung ikukumpara yung alam ni client at alam ko sa brand niya, mas alam niya yung brand niya eh. So, mas alam niya talaga yung kung sino yung fit na influencer. Pero siguro, uh, nagkakatalo na lang in terms of like uh, uh, kung authentic ba talaga yung audience niya, mga ganon, or totoo ba yung mga views nito, or hindi ba pinepeke, mga ganong cases lang naman. Yung possible na maging error in case sila yung pumipili ng influencer. But so far, wala naman ako na-encounter na gano'n. Okay, got it. Sige, ang galing. Ganun pala yun. Now, nung nag-start ka ba, um, did you enroll in a course or what happened during those times? Kasi di ba, sabi mo, wala ka talagang idea. Mm-hmm. So, uh, before, actually, even nung financial advisor pa lang ako, uh, very, ano na talaga ako, I mean, nag invest na talaga ako with not just with courses but also with seminars to like increase my knowledge about certain things like about finances, about how to earn um, other income, like extra source of income, things like that. And nung FA ako and then I'm also managing uh, my own personal Facebook page, I also bought a course, yung social media 
Academy. So, yun yung unang course na nabili ko. But for influencer marketing so far, wala pa talaga ako nabibiling course na talagang focus lang sa influencer marketing. Wala pa. Wala pa. Mukhang mer- magkakaroon ba? <laughs> wala ako nakikita actually. Ako na lang yung gagawa. <laughs> <laughs> magkakaroon ba, diba? Siyempre, may mga manonood na, alam mo yun, baka ayun yung maging, ano nila, parang gusto ko yun, mag-reach out sa mga magkakulab-kulab, diba? Parang ikaw yung magiging bridge ng brand and ng influencer. So, I guess ako yun. So, what are your struggles nung newbie ka pa? Nung newbie pala, I think the struggle is how can I accept more projects if I only have limited time? So, that's one of the struggle. Um, struggle na na-encounter ko din is how to get clients of course it's also a difficult part and also making sure that clients would retain your service so mm-hmm. those are the three things that I encounter as a new Oh ang galing no kasi pa paano mo nalalaman na kailangan nila ng influencer marketing or ito yung uh, suggest ganun most of the clients kasi ko right now and even previous clients most of them already know influencer marketing and kumbaga warm leads na talaga sila so they really wanted to get influencer marketing service so i don't need to educate them about the importance of it all i need to pitch them is how i'm going to do it and how i'm going to provide them the result they're expecting someday hmm. meron ba silang result na inaexpect like gusto ko ganito kadaming sales ganyan so far wala namang specific number of sales based on my experience but uh, kasi they most of them wanted to get additional revenue for the business they don't want to rely on just one marketing effort like doing paid ads or email marketing other than that so they wanted to just kumbaga i ano nga intern don like yung sa budget nila i hati-hati like para hindi ano yung risk sa isang marketing efforts lang so ayun and kadalasan yung goal ng mga brand owners why they wanted to do influencer marketing for their brand is to increase brand awareness, um, increase reach, kumbaga mas marami makakita sa brand nila. Um, second is to get um, user-generated content because of course, if you see scroll on your Facebook, like there are brands that using na may mga ads na ang promote or nandun sa mismong video or celebrities or sometimes influencer. So we also get influencer content to repurpose them sa ads nila. And the third one is sales. We, uh, isa rin yung sa goal uh, for doing influencer marketing. UGC. Oh, ang dami ko nakikita ngayon yan sa TikTok. Kalimbawa, Garni, ganyan. Tapos yung pakita nila yun. Kayo din yun. Mm-hmm. Pag, like, parang kayo din yung nag-manage ng social media ni client. Kayo yung gagawa ng nung content. Ganun. May ganun ba? Or meron um, silang social media manager and then makikipag-coordinate lang kayo sa kanila. Yun. Hindi na siya part ng service namin. So, basta kami, our goal is just to collect the content from the influencer. So, we're giving influencers a brief mm-hmm. to make sure that the content that they are creating is what we're expecting them to do. But of course, hindi siya sobrang detailed kasi we also want to make sure na very genuine and organic pa rin and natural yung content na pinopost nila. Na sila pa din. Like, may, meron pa rin identity nila yung content. So, we're just giving them talking points and guides or suggestions on how to film the video or their content. Oh, galing. So, talaga may pa-meeting kayo. Mm. Alright. And then, anong mga common struggles kapag may mga pasaway ba na influencers? 
Ah, oo. Maraming. Oo, <laughs> Marami. Maraming struggles when working with influencers. Uh, one is merong mga influencers are not following the guide that we provided. And sakit talaga sa ulo most of the time, especially if it's a paid collaboration na napakalino nung, nung guide na sinend mo sa kanila. And they're not willing mag-compromise like to refilm or to repost the video, something like that. Lalo na pag-paid. Kasi yun nga, yun yung nagiging struggle. Uh, isa pa is yung mga unresponsive na influencers. Like you already send them the product but they're not responding anymore. Like wala na talaga. Um, so, that because that's a risk for the business of course. You're, you're spending also money for the for the product but you're not posting anything. They're unresponsive anymore. But of course, it also depends because meron kasing mga seeding campaign na tinatawag na we're just sending influencers product but wala namang we're not looking for anything in exchange. Like if they wanted to post it, they can post it. But we also have campaigns that sa gifting collaboration that they are required to post something and we agreed for them to post something in exchange for the product. May contract ba yan? If it's paid collaboration, it's very important to have contracts mm-hmm. para sa And those are provided ikaw na as a freelancer or ito ay pinaprovide ni client? It depends. If meron na silang contract, then uh, I just use their contract if not, create my own. Oh. So, ako na yung gumagawa ng kontrata for the influencer. So, talagang ikaw lahat? Kasi nga sabi mo, wala kang nakikita nagtuturo na influencer marketing po- focus lang, di ba? Mm-hmm. Most of the content na nakikita ko or parang nakuha ko lang sa, like, sa YouTube, sa Google. So, it's uh, information from different sources. Pero yung course talaga na you're about influencer marketing. Siguro meron, pero like sobrang hindi siya detailed. Detailed, oo. Galing, ganun pala yun. Kasi na meron ako napanood si Ray Hermar naman. O diba, mag- maglagay tayo ng mga pangalan dito. Pero parang napanood ko sa isang brand niya, ay isang video niya na meron siyang mga Zoom meeting. Tapos sabi niya yun nga, briefing ng brand. Kayo pala yung mga ganun. Okay. Ang galing, nakaka-excite naman. May mga ganyan pala talaga. And then, paano ka nakikipag connect sa influencers? May message mo ba sila? Ganon? Email? Uh, we reach out to influencers through email and DM. But for Instagram DM kasi there's limited uh, number of DM you can send on a daily basis and pwede rin makompromise yung, yung account mo. Pwede ma-disable. So talagang kadalasan we reach out to influencers through email. Pero it's not our regular. regular. Yung pag-email namin sa influencer. Um, Actually, it's regular especially if long-term yung campaign namin. Like we're reaching out to influencers on a daily basis. Different influencers on a daily basis. Kumbaga, most of the campaign na minamanage na namin ngayon is uh, parang we're focusing on the quantity kumbaga. So we wanted to reach out to uh, more people. So that's why we're working with more influencers. naman. Let's see. Mga questions ba kayo dyan, guys? May free webinar ka daw ba? <laughs> Wala. Wala pa. <laughs> ah, wala pa daw. O. Oh. Pero, malay nyo, maisip-isip ni Arman. Mamaya, pakita natin yung TikTok ni Arman para if ever. What do you do when the influencer parang hindi niya pre-nomote yung product or services? What we do is, kumbaga, we consistently follow up influencers. But if wala talaga, like hindi na siya mag-post, then wala na. Wala na kaming gagawin doon. Kasi it's considered a loss for the business na. So, kasi hindi naman na kami pwedeng, hindi naman namin pwede i-blackmail si influencer. Mag-post ka. Kung hindi, ganun, wala na mong ganun. Wala na talaga. So, kaya importante talaga na you, you, you reach out to the right influencer. Influencer is active and influencers na meron na talagang previous collaboration. And dapat talaga na consistent 
consistent yung communication mo with the influencer and you also have to build connection with the influencer build a relationship with them para kumbaga you're not parang very transactional yung approach mo dapat very ano pa may, may relationship talaga with the influencer to make sure na mahihiya sila na hindi mag-post pero parang na, ang siguro ang ano ko dun hindi ba siya binabawa sa sahod nyo? Mm, hindi naman hindi naman naman. Okay, kasi baka mamaya, di ba, may mag-try na, mag- na mag-influencer marketing out there sa mga nanonood. Tapos, hindi siya, hindi na pre-nomote. Baka mamaya, ah, mas scare sila na pakibawa sa sahod. Mm, hindi naman. But of course, um, since you're the influencer manager, you also have to manage the risk. Kumbaga, um, if th- there should be like certain percentage lang ng influencer na hindi magpo-post. Like, kumbaga, yun na yung, ano, kunyari, for example, 10% lang. Bawal lumampas ang 10% yung hindi nagpo-post. Kumbaga, hindi pwede na parang hahayahan mo na lang na pag hindi nagpost, hindi na magpo-post. Like, you always need to communicate with them to, to make sure that they'll be posting. Maybe, damage pala yung product na receive nila. Hindi lang nila kinukommunicate kasi nahihiya sila. O, or, may nangyari pala, may accident or something like that. Kasi may mga ganong cases talaga. May mga namatayan or something like that. So, you, you always need to ask them and uh, communicate with them to to check the reason. Baka may valid reason naman sila why they're not posting. Oh, may mga ganun din. Okay. And then pag ganun, parang hinahayaan nyo lang sila na, okay, sige, parang, alamawa, may namatayan. After mm. na lang, parang ganun. Magpa-follow up mm. Hmm. Okay, I's alright. And uh, ano na next question. So bakit dun ka na nag-focus after? Hmm. Bakit sa influencer marketing na ako nag-focus? Mm-hmm. Um before ako nag-freelancer, naririnig ko na rin yung mga kakilala ko na you need to focus on just one niche. So, hindi ka pwedeng ano, jack of all trades. You have to focus on a specific skill that you and become an expert on that skill. So that's a re- and that's a reason why I focus on influencer marketing and I also feel na parang it's a good skill to offer uh, as a freelancer because not there's a lot of parang skill that you can offer but influencer marketing is something new tapandinig and something na parang konti lang talaga yung offer ng skill na yun kasi um, ang daming social media manager they're also offering influencer marketing but just an add-on service parang ganun but why not offer just influencer marketing to clients and that's a reason na dun ako nag-focus talaga I think my question question si Anne about dun sa kanina yung hindi pre-nomote na product. Ano daw sinasabi nyo kay client pag ganun? Ano? Kasi technically we're reaching out to like talagang thousands of influencers on a monthly basis. So, kumbaga, we're just providing them the data. For example, we have this number of influencers who posted and we have this X number of influencers who, who haven't posted yet and we're continuously following up on this influencer to make sure that they'll be posting and like right now we have 95% of influencer to post it and it's still a good number uh, but we're aiming to, to increase the posting rate to 97% uh, for the next month parang mga ganun so you just need to be transparent as well and you need to um, yeah you need to be transparent you need to have a plan on how you're going to reduce the number of influencers who are not posting and also you sometimes have to find a way to communicate with them so baka nga you're communicating with them on email and they're not responding maybe they're not really that much, that active on email so you try to communicate with them through DM and maybe initially pa lang you, you ask for their WhatsApp number or their phone number and text them and set expectation that you might be texting them in the future in case they're not responding anymore on their email. Kumbaga, pinaprevent mo na yung ganong cases 
from having you. Okay. Alrighty, there you go. Ayan, Ann, sana nasagot namin yung tanong mo. <laughs> okay, and eto siguro, dito na lang tayo kasi malapit na rin palang mag-end. Guys, if you have any questions, you can send them sa comments. And thank you sa mga nag-send ng stars. Eto, so, what can you advise to aspiring freelancers out there? Advice to aspiring freelancers. Um, my advice is you need to be, um, you need to continuously learn and improve your skill because that's very important. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you also need to make sure na you're applying everything that na natutunan mo because of course, nothing will happen if nag-aaral ka but you're not applying yung mga natutunan mo. And also, you have to be consistent. You need to build a habit of like connecting, reaching out to the prospects. Kumbaga, dapat maging parang nasa muscle memory mo na yung pag apply or pag-reach out sa, sa prospect para continuous lang yung clients mo, yung mga magiging clients mo. Kasi, syempre, this is still a business and there's still a huge risk sa ganitong type ng career and there's a chance na mawalan ka ng work anytime. So, you really have to continuously connect. So, that's very important. And you also need to manage your time. So, that's very important. Not because you're a freelancer or a business owner that you have all the time in a day to do everything that you wanted to do. That's not the case. You always have to set your schedule uh, in doing things. If you, kumbaga, dapat yung habit mo or yung, pag, yung time management mo is like you're an employee. Like you're working eight hours a day. You have to do this and that. Hindi pwede na parang wala kang discipline when it comes to your time. Kasi sayang yung oras. Yeah. So, so far yun lang. Okay, there you go. Ay, last na, last na. Sorry. Nakita <laughs> ko lang to. Pero, um, diba, you are managing yung engagement din ng mga influencer. So, syempre, wala tayong access sa social media nila, yung back-end para makita yung percentage, yung numbers, ganyan. Paano nyo siya nakukuha, kinakalculate? Ah, okay. So, for the, for example, for the engagement, like, we have tools to check for the engagement rate of influencers. Like, you can check Updog. Uh, that's one of the engagement rate calculator na ginagamit namin. And you also can use yung tool na, for example, if you're looking for Instagram and Facebook influencers, you can use yung dinevelop ni Facebook na Facebook Collabs Manager or Instagram Collabs Manager. So you can search if the, that influencer is available dun sa platform na yun. And then you can easily check on their engagement rate even the type of yung audience demographics nila. And for TikTok, you can use TikTok Marketplace, TikTok Creator Marketplace. So it's a tool rin ng TikTok mismo na you can search for influencer and collaborate with them on that specific platform. And you can see also their engagement rate and even their audience demographics to see if they're fit for the collaboration with the brand. Oh, ayan guys ha, may mga tool din pala na ginagamit. Eh, may pahabol si Ann. Sabi nga ha, paano ka daw nagko-connect sa prospect clients? Okay, nagko-connect. Ako right now, I most of the clients that we have right now it, for the agency are coming from platforms. And most of them are actually from Upwork. So, I, we have Upwork agency right now. And also, uh, we're just continuously creating valuable content on Facebook and on different social media channels and even on LinkedIn. And you'll, you'll surely get inbound leads, leads. And previously, we're doing SEO. So, we're getting inbound leads talaga sa, sa email. Alright. There you go. Sige. Thank you, Armand, again for showing up. Thank you so much. I hope may natutunan kayo, guys. At ako, madami akong natutunan. May ganyan palang ano, niche or skills na ino-offer. Maraming maraming salamat, Armand. And thank, thank you, you to everyone. You have been listening to Revapod, the home of real estate virtual assistants. 
This has been your host, Alyssa. And if you enjoyed the Revapod episode for today, we'd love for you to follow us on Spotify. Thank you and see you on the next episode. Bye.